One likes the Packers and one likes the Vikes Give them a 12 pack and watch them fight Talking about AP and Lacey Motherfucking Jordy and Teddy BBT listeners out there, we are back. Episode 15 and the NFC North race is closing in. It's looking like it might come down to this week 17 showdown in Lambeau. I am your host, Dan Scogland, along with my best bud, Jake Goss. Jay. Hey! And let me ask you, how are you feeling about that pack win? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. All right, we'll cover all that and more in today's episode. We got the rapid reaction recap. We're even going to get Mayock on here for you and a couple other surprises. Should we get to it? Let's do it. Rapid reaction recap. All right, let's react to this slate of NFC North games. First on the docket, we have. Lions at Rams. Lions lose to the Rams on the road. I think the Lions are officially done. I mean, we've said before that they're done, but is this the nail in the coffin, Jay? Might as well be. I think it's over. It has to be, right? I mean, it has to be. It has to be over. Um, Next up, you got Redskins at Bears. Bears lose another home game to the Redskins of all teams. And they lose it trying to tie the game with a Robbie Gold game-tying field goal that he shanked. Yep. Redskins at Bears. Bears lose. I think Bears are pretty close to being done, too. Yep. Uh, let's talk about Vikings at Cardinals, the Thursday night game. We thought this was going to be a slaughter. Um, but Vikings, the Vikings hung in that one. I'll start us out on that. Did you see any of that game, though? I did. Yep. Uh, I mostly listened to it, actually. I I listened to the whole thing. Um, Okay, so I'll I'll start us out with that one, and I'll just say that the Vikings clearly outplayed what the the prediction was for them. You know, they they did more than what people thought they were mm going to do. That was nice to see. I take no solace in the moral victory, though. I think you should win. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that... Oh, it wasn't good that they went toe to toe with that team. But if you're going toe to toe with them, you might as well win. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, what's the? You you only get one chance to put that game plan together, that performance together against that team at that specific moment at that specific spot. You don't. Yeah, maybe you get them again or something like that. But you don't get to. You know what I mean? You still lost. Yeah, they had and at the end of the day. You yeah, still lost. They had that chance to really, you know. To win that game and make everybody shocked and really hold their own in the in the NFC and didn't quite pull it yep. out. And so they didn't quite pull it out. I'll say that it was better than what you know we thought was going to happen, especially after what happened to us at home. Um, let's go with some positives, though. Defense was completely decimated. They hold the Cardinals to 23 points. And if Captain Munnerlin knew how to make a tackle, you know, you, you might be preventing some touchdowns or some points happening there. Yep. Um, so maybe that maybe that's good for the defense in the long run. Teddy and the Vikings offense kind of put something together that you haven't really seen them do 
all year. And I guess Norv must have, he must listen to Fanline or something because he changed a lot of things around. They got Teddy throwing passes that he's more comfortable with. And uh, I don't think it's necessarily a silence the doubters game for Teddy, but I was pleased with what he did. He dropped a 335 and one load on a top five defense on the road in a short week. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, he, he, he shot a couple 20 yard ropes there, which you don't see him do a whole lot. So I, I was happy for him. Uh, I wish he wouldn't have fumbled the ball uh-huh. at the end, but you know, it's kind of, it's kind of what happens with these young guys. I think he's just still a little bit too young and I, I don't think the coaching staff should have put him in that spot necessarily. I don't hate the play call at the end, but I I, I don't hate going for it on third, but I hate the the play that they actually called. Why don't you just roll him out to the right? If he can run out of bounds, he can run out of bounds. He can throw it. He can throw it out of bounds while being out of the pocket. You take the forty eight yard throw. Why are you giving him something where he steps up in the pocket when you know his O line sucks? He's prone to taking sacks. He's been criticized for holding onto the ball too long. I, I think there's things you can blame Teddy for, but I just have to blame the O-line and, and the offensive staff as well on yep, that one. I agree. So let me ask you this, and this is not to take anything away from the Vikings, but do you think that the Cardinals are as good as everybody's kind of building them up to be and what their record says they are? Well, I think the Cardinals have a decent offense. I think they're de- I think they're one of the more balanced teams. <clears throat> I think they're they're balanced. I don't necessarily know. I don't think they're unbeatable though. And we'd even talked about this before is that the Cardinals and the Panthers both seem beatable. I I know it hasn't seemed like that at times, but I mean, clearly the Vikings have shown that you you can go on the road and, and, you know, put up a fight against these guys. So I think that's a good sign for everybody that's in the NFC North playoff picture. I will say though that night, I guess, you know, the Cardinals wanted it more. I was really happy that Teddy rallied us from 10 down to get to get to that spot where we could have kicked the field goal. No guarantee that Walsh gets it in the uprights, but it reminded me a lot of Rogers second year starting. He goes to the playoffs. He goes on the road to Arizona in a season where everybody said that he held the ball too long. He gets sacked, fumbles the ball, you know, to lose, to lose the, the game. There was a face mask mm-hmm. there, obviously, that should have been called, but kind of just a similar situation. And I'm hoping that if Rodgers can grow up from stuff like that, I'm hoping Teddy can do the same thing. So that's my analysis on that. righty. Yeah. Cowboys at Packers. Mm-hmm. Packers crush them. 7-28 to win at Lambeau on a rainy night where Eddie Lacy goes full-on hashtag feast mode. Your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I, I've been saying it. I don't know how much I've said it on the show, but I know I've said it to you. Is I think the only problem with Eddie Lacy's been is just lack of getting carries. They just don't give him the ball enough, you know. People were wondering what's wrong with him. I don't think anything's wrong with him. I think he just needs to get the ball. I mean, I don't know. I think all the doubt and being benched and stuff might have psyched him up even more, which I guess I'll take it. But, yeah, him and Starks both looked great. I say if the run game's working, just keep feeding them. Why stop? doesn't why even stop i don't you know lacy with 124 yards on 24 attempts starks with 11 carries yeah. for 71 Averaging yards like six so, and a half or something like that and the screen yeah, game the they both look great in the screen game 
Um, I saw some good things from the passing game. It kind of felt like, I don't know if it's McCarthy coming back or just the season going on. Yeah, that's the big yeah. news. McCarthy takes play calling back. What did you think of I that? I mean, I you know, it's hard to say because I don't know exactly how it affected things, but I just know that uh, in general the offense just it just seemed more normal. It looked like kind of a little bit more like the old Packers. Everybody felt just seemed more calm and just like you kind of felt like you knew they were going to pull it out. I will say, though, the third quarter, there was quite the lull there. We got pretty stagnant, couldn't really do much, kind of went back to the more developing routes instead of those. It seemed like the first half we had all these little quick plays and ways to get uh, receivers the ball with a little bit of space and things like that. And I don't know where that went in the third and honestly kind of in the fourth quarter too. But um, hopefully hopefully that wasn't all we had for those kind of plays. Hopefully McCarthy's got more of that stuff because if that was it, we're in trouble. We need we need that kind of stuff right now. Also, a wet night on the grass could have True. something to do with you know receivers and things like that. Which eventually, when it's snowing, probably not going to be as much of an right. issue. Do you feel good about the future of the Packers going on the r- couple of road games here and then the big home game tilt? I, I don't want to take anything away from the Packer mm-hmm. win, but it was the Cowboys. No, yeah, that's totally true. Um, I mean, I haven't been following the Raiders. I know for a minute there people were saying they were good. I don't really know how good they actually are, so I don't know. Obviously, it's going on the road. It, you know, we haven't looked great, so it'll still be a challenge no matter what, but I would like to think if we have any chance in the playoffs that we can beat the Raiders, um, Arizona. I would think that too. I, I think, I think you can, you should be able to take down the Raiders, but again, it's just one of those things where right. anything can happen True. in a given week. And so, I think Arizona is one of those games where I think, you know, we've been talked about all year as Super Bowl favorites and all this stuff. And now nobody really seems to care, which is totally understandable. But if we can go in and, and put one on Arizona, at least beat them, not necessarily pound them or anything. But if we can, I mean, I think then it kind of maybe people start to wonder if we're back or whatever the case may be. But well, and Mike Zimmer just wrote the book on how to beat yeah. that team, so you guys might be looking. I don't at know. That I've been telling everybody. Just, I just have a feeling that when Ty Montgomery comes back, it's going to really help the offense. I know he's just a rookie and everything, but just having that one extra guy that showed that he can make plays and is dependable and can catch the ball, and him and Rodgers seem to be starting to develop something, I just think that that can add so much. You know, It's just one more guy that, that people actually have to pay attention to. Yep, we're all excited to see what Ty and the offense can do and what these teams can do next week. At this point, as far as I understand, both teams still control their own destiny based on that Week 17 game at Lambeau. Yes, sir. That's going to be insane. It's shaping up to be exciting. All right. Machine! Machine! All right, the NFL playoffs are coming up real soon. So we wanted to take a look at the ESPN playoff machine here and see what kind of outcomes we could have. Uh, currently, the way the projections are sitting, Minnesota would be the sixth seed at 10 and six, and Green Bay would be the three seed at 11 and five. Carolina, an undefeated 16 and0, Arizona, 14 and two, second seed, both with the buys. Seattle squeaks into the fifth seed. And uh, Washington ends up winning the horrific NFC East. Now, 
We have some questions about potential outcomes, mm-hmm. though. Like, what happens if Green Bay beats Arizona? Can they get the second round? Can Minnesota win the division? Can Minnesota get back into the fifth seed? Lots of stuff going on here, so yeah. let's dig in. What's the first thing you want to know, Jay? The first thing I want to know is if it's still possible for the Packers to get the second seed. Okay, so we're going to give the Packers wins all the way across the board here. Okay. Um, we'll give Packers wins across the board, and then we're going to give Arizona losses across the board, one of which is to the Packers. So, if Arizona drops the game to you, and they drop another game, whether it be to the Eagles or to the Seahawks, you will retake the second seed. So, second seed, if the Packers win out, is a viable thing that could happen. Okay. Um, However, it would not happen, regardless of all that, if the Vikings beat you in week 17. Oh, really? And that's even with Arizona could go on a three-game losing streak and the Packers could go on a two-game winning streak, but if they lose to Minnesota, they still would not be in the second seed. So that Week 17 game is important there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see if the Vikes can still win the division. Yeah. Um, Vikings would win over New York. We'll say that Green Bay beats Arizona. We'll say that Green Bay beats the Raiders and the Vikings beat the Bears. If all that happens, the Vikings still win the division and Green Bay takes the fifth seed. Now, the Vikings would have to win out for that to happen, two home games and then a big road tilt. But the Vikings would face Seattle at home then in that projected scenario, and you guys would go on the road to Washington. So there's a lot of moving parts right now. A lot of moving parts going on. We really won't know exactly how this is going to shake out until we maybe get one more week in the books, but it's looking like Green Bay and Minnesota are in the driver's seat to go to the playoffs. They don't really even need much help. They just need to win one more game or two. So how much does the Raiders game matter in all this? So if you lose to the Raiders and you lose to the Vikings, you would drop to the sixth seed. Well, right. But But if you lose to the Raiders and you beat the Vikings... Um, this is assuming you still beat Arizona. Yeah. You'd go to the second seed still. Okay. All right. So And then, but then Minnesota would go on the road to Arizona. So in theory, we almost want you to take the third seed, right? So we can go to the road, go on the road to Arizona, try to beat them, and then try to beat you guys. So does Arizona have to lose out for us to go second seed? Arizona does not have to lose out. Arizona only has to lose to you and lose one of their remaining three games. They would have to go one and two. So that's a serious possibility. That is a serious possibility, yep. Wow. But it all hinges on that uh, that uh, Week 16 matchup at Arizona and, and also hinges 17. on the Week 17 game with the Vikings. Yep. Wow. Correct. Man. Okay, so a lot of things hmm. going on here in the so NFC North. So, what is the highest spot the Vikings can still get? Could you guys? You guys can't second seed because you lost to Arizona, right? 
I think we can't a second seed because we lost to Arizona. Let's say Arizona goes on because yeah, see, we can't even have Arizona go on a losing streak because that means they're losing to Green Bay, which would be bad. So I think the highest seed the Vikings can achieve is the three seed with the division. Um, so there you go, a lot of lot of different outcomes. So and, is uh, there the a way the Packers the can miss the playoffs right now? Let's see here. Packers lose to the Raids. Packers lose to Carol to the, the Cardinals. Packers lose we to the Vikings. We lose out. You and Arizona. They lose out. And Seattle all win out. I'm not seeing it. It says you're still in the sixth seed. Now that could be perhaps negated by another seven and nine and seven team that may have beat you head to head or something. I, I don't know exactly, but I think it's very slim that you miss the playoffs in any way, shape, or form. And what about the Vikes? The Vikes, if the Vikes were to lose, the Vikes were to lose, and the Vikes were to lose, the Vikings would be out with an 8-8 eight and eight record. Um, and this is projecting that Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay would get in with an 8-8 eight and eight record. So Tampa Bay still hanging in there, okay. hanging on by a thread. And this is assuming Tampa Bay... Tampa Bay doesn't even have to win out, actually. Tampa Bay could win two of their next three. So the Vikes would have to self-destruct, but moral of the story is the the most likely probability right now is that uh, we go week 17 at Lambeau, wild card week at Lambeau. Your yeah. thoughts on that? It's going to be nuts, Pretty dude. intense, bro. Pretty intense. Yep. That is the playoff machine. One thing I think could be a bit interesting for the playoffs is Teddy in the cold weather games. If he's got to play four cold weather games in a row, I don't know how long his body's going to hold up. So I wanted to get some insight from Mayock on this. Can we get Mayock? Let's do it. Oh, anytime. You know that I love shooting to sit with you guys. Mike, thanks for joining us. How you doing? Super. All right, so we got a few questions for you about the Vikings here this week. Uh, I had brought this up earlier on the show, and I wanted to run this past you, but do you think Teddy Bridgewater's performance suffers in cold-weather games? Can he play in the cold, Mike? I think that's a very spot-on assessment. In every cold-weather game Teddy's played in this year, he's lost. And it's not like he's playing in Siberia. He's been subjected to a rather tame Minnesota winter season. And I agree. I think if the temperature goes down anywhere around uh, 66 degrees, probably, this kid's most likely going to lose you a game. Uh, You know how these teams have these ice tubs to help these guys recover? Well, not only will Teddy Bridgewater not go in the cold tub, he won't even get in the hot tub unless it's over 108 degrees because he says it's too cold. Oh, man. See, I knew it. Well, well, what can we do about that? Is he just a lost cause then in cold weather? I mean, seems like it would be pretty important for your quarterback to be able to play in cold weather, seeing as how the playoffs are in January and a lot of the teams in the league play outdoors. Well, here is what the Vikings can do, and you can even see the training staff doing some of this stuff on the sideline with them. The main thing they need to be doing is creating a special space for them over on the sidelines where they've got uh, 
They could give him about six or seven of those cannon heaters surrounding him. And anytime he's not on the field, he just put him in that spot. He kind of looked like how the Terminator comes back in time. But a huge help to warm his blood. Uh, another thing they could do is just cover him with all sorts of jackets, winter jackets. You see these big puffy jackets they got over there on the sidelines for these cold weather games. We're talking North Face, uh, Carhartt, Mossimo, Cabela's starter and most guys usually use one but I'm suggesting anytime Teddy comes off the field you lay him down on the sideline and you drape about 15 to 20 winter jackets over him completely cover him you can keep him warm that way um, I know North Turner has also considered making Teddy's entire uniform out of those hot hands the hand warmers uh, we, you, you know you put him in your gloves when you go sledding so I think there's some things you can do to fix it and the Vikings are obviously trying everything they can Oh, man. Okay. Um, so, do you think Teddy can be the quarterback of the future for this team, even with this aversion to the cold that he seems to have? Oh, definitely. Like I said, the heater trick or the jacket trick should take care of it. I mean, the Vikings should have known this when they drafted him. Here's a warm-weather kid from Miami who had to use gloves when he was at Louisville, Kentucky because it was too cold. Too cold in Kentucky. That should give you a pretty good indication of how cold this guy gets. I mean, this kid drives around with the heat in his car on full blast with the windows up in the summer. That's how cold he gets. But I think once they get indoors at the new stadium, that should help him out quite a bit. So I wouldn't be too concerned yet anyway. All right, Mike. Well, I'm kind of depressed over here, but, you know, thanks for uh, thanks for talking to us about Teddy's cold weather problems. And uh, we'll talk to you as the uh, the playoffs approach here. We're getting close to that. Yep, the playoffs are getting close. And, you know, I love shooting this shit with you guys. So it's, it's really a blessing. Thanks a lot. Teddy, you look great indoors but you seem to struggle outdoors. I'm not feeling good about this three-game stretch unless we can get you George Costanza's Gore-Tex jacket. DM to TB. It's Gore-Tex. <laughs> you know about Gore-Tex? You like saying Gore-Tex, don't you? Teddy. We have a much better chance of winning the game when you don't fumble at the end. You're wearing gloves, for God's sake. How hard could it be? Hashtag, take my little hand. DM to TB. Help! Here. Oh. Take my hand! Ah! Come on! You're gonna fall unless you take my hand! No! Give me your other hand! Oh, my other hand isn't strong enough! You take my little hand! No! Get it away from me! Take it! Take my hand! No. All right, let's get into these predictions. Let's give you an update on the standings. Jake with the 24-19 lead to my 22-21. So I'm coming back, but I only got three weeks left. Or are we going into the playoffs or how are we doing that? 
Um, I guess we never talked about it. I think we should go into the playoffs. Well, should we do a regular season edition, see who wins there, and do a playoff edition and see who wins there, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Sounds All good. All right. So I only got three weeks left. We only have three games to pick from, including the Monday night game, because okay. the Bears and Vikings play each other, and then the Lions are our Monday night game next week. So our first game is tonight's game, Giants at Dolphins. I love that we do the Monday night game as a ritual on this show, but we haven't cared about nearly a single one of them. Yeah. What do you think about Giants at Dolphins? Gosh. I have no idea, um, you know, what either team is like, really, to be honest with you. I think they both I know that one suck. has Odell Beckham and one got their coach fired, so. Yeah, but I heard that after the coach got fired, they were actually kind of doing better. Um, I have heard that as well. Giants at Dolphins. The Giants have to go to Florida. Yep. I'm going to go with the Dolphins, I guess. All right, I'm going Giants. I think just because it's a good place to maybe get a pick in there, not necessarily because I even believe in the Giants that much, right. but I can come back on that. Let's go Bears at Vikings. That's kind of a big one, actually. Both both of these Vikes and Packer games are actually semi-big every, every yeah. game from here on out, but Bears at Vikings, your thoughts there. Vikings at home. Vikings haven't looked too great at home lately. I think they're going to take care of business. I'm going with the Vikes. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikes, too. I could be talking, you know, just out of my rear end because I'm excited about what they did on Thursday, and it, maybe they won't be able to do what they did there on uh, on Thursday at home in the cold. We talked about Teddy being cold, but I'll take the Vikings, and I'll hope that they'll keep pace. Uh, Packers at Raiders... I mean, Raiders are nothing great, but, you know, it's kind of, it's a game. It's one to watch. It's one to see what happens, you know? I think, uh, I think we win. I just think if we don't, then there's really no point to our season anyways. I I mean, obviously we would still have a chance, but it's kind of like if we can't beat the Raiders on the road, then what's the point? Yeah, I will. I will agree with you there. If you can't beat the Raiders on the road, you're probably not going too far in the playoffs. I think I will also take the Packers. Packers can do it. And with the recent emergence of Eddie Lacy, if he can continue what he's been doing, even if the passing game continues to struggle, I think that's how you win this game. It's not a tough, super tough, challenging road test. The defense may be tested a little bit by Derek Carr, but I don't think that should be too bad. Ride Eddie Lacy to the victory. That's what we did with AP yep. when we went there, and that's what you guys need to do. That's the formula to beating them, I think. And, um, I, you know, I think the Packers should take that one down. So it, if all our picks pan out... It's going to be another week of, you know, just sort of like like you had tweeted out, musical chairs. You know, we won't switch the divisions, but we'll just be keeping pace with each other. So right. we'll see what happens. Should we uh, get somebody on the line to ask them what they think? Let's do it. Cold, 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 cold. Agos. What up? What up? You're on BBT. What up, boys? What are you doing? Not much. Psyched up about that pack win? I am psyched. Are you in the bathroom right now? You... Yeah, maybe. You taking a shit? Negative. 
the number one. What do you think, uh, What do you think's in store for this Packer squad? Let me have it. You want me to be honest? Yeah, I want you to be honest. We're all about honesty on this it's show. Going all the way. I think this is the year. I think this is when it's going to happen. Bold prediction. That's what they've been saying. I mean, that's kind of was the thought coming into this season, right, Jay? Yeah. I mean, I didn't see the game, but boy, stars are aligning. <laughs> McCarthy takes back the playbook. The stars align. <laughs> excited to see what, what uh, happens you know yeah what do you think's going to happen in this week 17 tilt between the vikings and the packers that could potentially be for the division i'll be sitting there right next to you sweating it will you be letting me have it no no i don't think so because uh i think the vikes are i think they're done vikes are done g they're done i think they had a good run maybe they'll win one two maybe three games <laughs> tops but yeah She's over. Maybe maybe the wild card into the playoffs. I don't know. We'll see, you know? Yeah, give me some positivity at least here. I mean... <laughs> Who do they play next? The Bears. Bears? At TCF Bank Stadium in Minnesota. And then they play us, and that's the only divisional they have left, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably win next week. You think they'll, they'll beat the Bears at home? Hmm. That's next week. I don't week. know, Vikes, Vikes, Vikes are slippery. Old T-Jack, as Dave says, slippery <laughs> yeah. T-Jack, even though T-Jack doesn't play for him, but still. But Bridgewater, Jack. Teddy's basically the new T-Jack. They, they find ways to win games that other teams just, I don't know, you know, they just seem yeah. to win games somehow. Yep. They're yep. not a bad team, as much as I hate to say that, but they just, they Who got Who knows enough. how far it'll take them. But, right. uh, you know, right. that'll be I mean, exciting, at least. I don't know if they're deep-run playoff caliber team, but, you know, if stars align for the Vikes, they could <laughs> make it to the, cha- you know, yeah. so close to the championship. You think the uh, Pack's going to beat the Raiders this week in Oakland? Yeah, tough game. I think we got that one, though. I mean... You haven't heard shit from Oakland all year. You haven't seen much of highlights. So. Right. <laughs> just get Eddie Lacy out there sweating his ass off, just crushing dudes. I did look at, yeah, I did look at the numbers a little bit. I saw Lacy had 120, and then Starks had 70 or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. They crushed on the ground. If you're putting up numbers like that, and then you mix Crockett in, and he takes for 50, and. You know, Cobb gets a touchdown. That's a game right there. How yeah, they didn't. That? They didn't even play any Crockett, but I'd like to see some triple threat, dude. Just because he's got so much energy, and it's like, dude, you know, if you can get twenty out of Crockett, even you know, with them three guys, and get a two TDs with two different receivers, like, dude, you have huge. That's a huge game right there with no turnovers. That's right. You know what they call that? And getting points. I don't know the Packers. They call the Lacey Starks Crockett combo. They call that the Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a real thing? You're just making that up? No, it's like the three headed dragon and magic cards, dude. Right. <laughs> the Wouldn't Hydra. that be something if it just started Sunday? They just start with calling. the Hydra combination. The Hydra package. <laughs> Hydra package. Well, you know what Greg came up with? Huh. 
Greg came up with like it would be well, who was it all? Coon, Aberderis, uh, Jeff Janis, Ripkowski, <laughs> all these guys, all these white dudes, and it was called the Albino Package. <laughs> the Albino Package. That's awesome. Revolutionize the football. Yeah. Well, I'll be seeing you pretty soon, buddy. I'm coming home. We're gonna party. Yeah. How many days? How many? Uh, what's our ETA here? Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to be there like two weeks, and I'll be there on Sunday night. So if you want to party heavy, hit me up. We'll be watching that, watching them pack Vikes games. We're going to party heavy. Might have to take a Monday off, you know? I think that's going to be a necessity. Dudes are going to start hitting me hard late. <laughs> Dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Any final words about the pack or about anything? I don't know. What, what do you we'll, think? We'll see how. I I just hope the Vikes do well. You know, I hope they don't just get crushed the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, probably will. I want to make this last divisional be a sweet one, you know. Oh, it, I think it's going to be. Win, obviously. Right. What do you think with Ty Montgomery comes back? You think that's going to be huge or you think that's no big deal? I think that's kind of a big deal. I mean, it's just another set of eyes that's solid, you know? Yeah, dude. I think it's going to be like, money. Just like I was saying with them, you know, running backs, you get two, three of them dogs that are, you know, doing their own the, the way mouth. they're supposed to and everything, you know, getting hungry. Yeah. So that's what it's all about. Taking you know? a bite out of that purple D. <laughs> well, it's, it's all about the spark that you hear when you're saying the guy's name. You know, you're all fired up. Like, ooh, that dude's got a lot of potential, and you can see it on the field, you know? Yep. All right, bro. All right, bro. We'll talk to you. Sweet. Thanks for being on BBT, buddy. Sounds good. All right. Peace. Peace. All righty, later. All right, there you have it. Thanks to Agos. Thanks to Mayock. Uh, Jay, you got anything to say? Should we get it amped up in here for this playoff run? Let's get it going. All right, go Let's go, Bikes. All right, nobody wants to hear that. Catch next week's episode of BBT Border Battle Tonight on iTunes or SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash borderbattletonight. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at BBT Podcast. Border Battle Tonight with Jake and Daniel. you mix Crockett in 20 out of Crockett even well it's, a, it's all about the spark that you hear when you're saying the guy's name you know you all know.